This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. All right, Raider Nation, welcome to episode 119, member of the Blue Wire Podcasting Network, official podcast at RaidersBeat.com. Sorry for the delay. Normally I put this out the night of the game, but given I traveled to Las Vegas, hung out at Stage Door Casino, and of course, shout out to Stage Door Casino. Always appreciate the hospitality every single time I'm in Las Vegas. Um, if you haven't already, make sure anytime or if your next trip, if you, if you have any Las Vegas trips planned in the future, you get down to Stage Door Casino. Now, Man, you know, Nate, not, I'll I'll start off, I'll just be honest with you guys, not the outcome we wanted, not the outcome we wanted, Um, but not necessarily a a complete, you know, trash game. I mean, we played well. We hung in there to the last minute. There's a lot of things going on, 35-31. That's a close game. It went back and forth all the way down to the wire, and the game was chippy. Uh, The Raiders were all the way in on this, honestly. For the first time in a long time, it feels like this Chiefs, and Raiders' rivalry is in full swing, and it can go either way anytime that they're on the football field, and that's all I can ask for right now as a Raiders fan as we're trying to make this playoff run because I'm being honest. The Raiders are seventh seed, and if the playoff started tomorrow, the Raiders and the Chiefs would be facing off in the first round of the playoffs in the wild card, the seventh seed and the second seed. Of course, only the first seed gets the bye this year. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's start talking about this game. It was nice to see Colton Miller get back in the lineup, moving Brandon Parker over to right tackle. And, hey, fun fact, during this game, Brandon Parker was, I think, maybe the only offensive lineman, uh, if not the only. He for sure (laughs) did not allow a single pressure. Not a single quarterback pressure while he filled in at right tackle. That's great. We're also getting news that Trent Brown could be returning to practice this week. But at this rate, hey, no huge rush. Going to Atlanta, uh, maybe a little bit more time for Trent Brown to make sure he's 100% ready to go. Brandon Parker doing good. I mean, that's a, that's a guy we didn't expect 
to kind of flip around like this. And of course, because the COVID factor was really rough going into this game, right? Pretty much like half of our defensive starters are out the entire week. It's still no excuse, but not having LaMarcus Joyner out there starting slot corner, no Cleveland Farrell, um, our defensive line not getting like any practice hardly during the week, uh, no Jonathan Abram, things like that. Definitely, you know, made things hard going into this game. But like I said, no excuses. It doesn't It doesn't work like that. We should still be able to get the installs through Zoom meetings, and these guys should be prepared to get out there and play some football. So let's, uh, let's run through this game. Darren Waller opens up the game with a big catch after a couple runs. Uh, that was matched with another big catch from Nelson Aguilar. Those two receptions between both of them were 55 total yards, really kicking the game off the same way we saw the Raiders and Chiefs play in week five, right? So then that was capped off with Josh Jacobs getting involved early, one big run, and then he, of course, I think punched in like a two-yard touchdown run, putting us up 7 nothing. an easy six plays, three-minute, little like three-and-a-half-minute drive to open things up. Boom, let's go. Let's get, let's get started with the shootout. Now, Kansas City comes into this thing, obviously knowing how we beat them last time, and that was controlling the clock. So Kansas City comes out there eating clock, right? I mean, they had double the plays, and they had double the time of possession that we did in our first drive. So they come out. Of course, that ends in a, in a touchdown after just eating away at five to ten-yard plays the entire drive. It was a 14-play, 85-yard drive. Man, you know, that was something that was just like, okay, well, it's going to be a shootout. But we need to find a way to go back and forth with them. And, and you know, I mean, honestly – if they're going to keep eating clock, you don't know how that's going to end. It could end with Kansas City maybe getting another possession than us, or us resulting in a very short possession at the end of the game. It, 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 you're just you're kind of you know fighting, fighting a fire at that point. It, it, it's it's very dangerous. But Kansas City did a good job of keeping the ball in their hands more uh, than us in this game. Obviously, that's how we beat them last time. So they get down, of course, after it's seven seven. Uh, they kick the ball off to Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs makes a veteran decision as a kick returner. He was a kick returner today. Obviously, no Jalen Richard. He's kick returner today, and he catches the ball out of bounds. He, he shuffles over, and this ball probably would have been close to hitting the pylon as a touchback, uh, but instead, Henry Ruggs gets his foot on the line, catches the ball uh, in bounds pretty much, but with his foot out of bounds, that starts us off at the 40, right? So we start off the 40. We chip away at some small gains, and bam, DC still in his bag against the Chiefs. Really, I mean, he's been an MVP caliber player the entire season, not just against the Chiefs, but he's been finding ways, no matter the circumstances or the weather, like even like we saw in Cleveland, or what's going on injury-wise to our offensive line. He's finding a way to make this offense a top-five offense in the NFL, and he's playing like a top-five quarterback right now in the 2020 NFL season. And if we can put if we can put together some more wins and we can make a playoff run. That's where you start really putting him in that MVP conversation. Uh, it all comes down to now just team success. But, I mean, honestly, number four, the talent, the production, everything that he's doing right now, he's one of the best deep ball passers in the league. If he didn't have so many drops, honestly, some of these receptions, the numbers would be absurd. So if we can clean some of that stuff up, it'd be looking even better for our passing attack. So he hits Aguilar for a 17-yard touchdown back of the end zone. Great play. Man, just barely, you know, one of those plays are, ooh, he just – Barely gets control, both feet in. It was great. Seven play, four minute drive. That ends the first quarter. Kansas City gets the ball back. And this, I mean, I'm telling you, this, I mean, we went back and forth all game. You guys saw it. You guys saw the game. Hopefully you saw the game. If you didn't, uh, man, I'm sorry. That was, a, it was a great game to watch. Uh, Kansas City has this like penalty riddled drive. Uh, man, I don't even, 
now I, mean, I shouldn't say Kansas City that we did for our defense, but Kansas City is just kind of they got this touchdown in a way, just handed to them. Uh, they, they drove down the field a little bit. We get down to like the twenty yard line, and there's this like weird overthrow to Kelsey that turned into somehow defensive pass interference when the ball was one overthrown, way completely uncatchable. But Kelsey was the one that turned into Damon Arnett, hitting him, almost making it like a, it was like a offensive pass interference if anything. Gets him to like the three yard line, and of course that ends in a touchdown. Seven, seven plays, almost four minutes. <sighs> Man, it's like you see that those ticky tack calls like that. It's it's frustrating, but hey, that's what that's what the Chiefs get. You see teams like the Buccaneers starting to get calls like this, just like the Patriots used to. You see the Chiefs getting them. It's almost like you see the NFL teams that the NFL wants to see do good. You know, they want to take care of their Tom Brady's. They want to take care of their Patrick Mahomes. They want those guys to, to play good um, and get down. Man. So, gosh, it was frustrating. I'm sorry. I'm still pissed about that defensive pass interference on our net. Anyways, so we get the ball back, and we start eating clock, right? We see what Kansas City's doing. We understand that's the only reason that we won the football game last time was to chew the clock. So we get David uh, – David – <laughs> I was calling him Devin Booker during the uh, during the live stream. Now it's David, I guess. But we get Devontae Booker involved early um, in this drive. Got him going, some good carries. Aguilar, Waller, they're still getting the ball. Derek's still dishing the ball around. Uh, we get down to the one, a third and one, and Brian Edwards doesn't come down with a catch. Uh, kind of got a one-on-one situation. Then that turned into an unsportsmanlike conduct by John Gruden on the sideline, which I don't know what he did, but I know – Tonight on Monday Night Football, I saw Sean McVay like running on the field in the middle of a play, and he didn't get on sportsman like conduct. So, another one of those ticky tack calls, you know, just was one of those, one of those. I don't know, you, you don't get it. Fifteen yard penalty that takes away the shot of having a fourth and one at the goal line, so we kick the field goal. So at this point, we're, we're you know we're leading the game seventeen fourteen. It was a cool like almost seven minute drive, but it should have ended in, in 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 seven points. That's what I wanted to see. Kansas City gets the ball. They had a few penalties. Put them in a bad situation. Three and out. Punt. We get the ball back. We had a uh, drop ball. Drive goes nowhere. Then we punt. Three and out. Three and out. Back to back. Kind of what? Kind of like what happened last time. We'd get hot. They'd get hot. We'd get in slump. They'd get in a slump. We just kept going back and forth. So Kansas City gets the ball. This is you know pretty much we're looking at like final drive before halftime. Have like two minutes or something left on the clock. Ah, uh, shoot. You know, you you see him go down the field. More ticky-tack calls. I forget what was going on. There's a few holding calls. Well, I'm looking for offensive. What, what, they were holding our defensive linemen all over the place, especially in that second quarter. Then they're, then they're calling holding on our defense instead. Not sure what was going on, but you see him driving down the field, and you're expecting a touchdown or at least at this point a field goal. They get down to the goal line, and bam, interception Trayvon Mullen. That was amazing. Shout out to Trayvon Mullen. That's the interception we've been waiting for for a long time because he's a very talented player. And, I mean, really, they don't go his way a whole lot anyways. As long as you don't have his number being called, it's not a big deal. But those interceptions are always nice. They're always nice. So, but, I mean, even then, besides that, I will say, oh, you know, real quick, quick plug for One Nation Foundation. Go to onenationfoundation.net. We're raffling off a Trayvon Mullen jersey. So it's also on the on the our Twitter page at One Nation 
FDN. You can find them on Twitter. That's more, there's more details there. I'm gonna update the site. But every ten dollar donation to one one nation foundation.net enters you in for a raffle ticket for a Trayvon Mullen jersey. We'll pick the winner in a couple weeks. So we intercept the ball. We kneel it down with like 20-something seconds left. That takes us to halftime. Halftime, we're sitting at 17-14, better than what we could have. It was, I think it would have been at least a tie game had we not got the interception. And we held our own at this point. I felt like we were beating the Chiefs in pretty much every aspect of the game. They were, they were doing a little bit better, I think, in possession, but it wasn't much of a difference. We were, we were going blow for blow with them. The offense was looking lethal. Derek was looking like the MVP player that he's been playing like in 2020 at his peak. Like He was, he was peak. 2020 Derek Carr in this game. That's exactly what we need him to be whenever we play the Chiefs. <sighs> Second half didn't quite go as planned. But before we get into that, let's um let's take a quick break provided by Blue Wire. And when I get back, like I said, we'll talk about this uh this second half. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your businesses going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. So thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different when Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch, because right now, Derek Carr is absolutely dealing the football. I'll tell you what, making it it a shootout pretty much every single game, so you're going to need four quarters of energy. And Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Oh, also, you can go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. So we op- we open up the second half. Kansas City obviously deferred the kickoff. They get the ball, really long drive, 16 plays. Eight minutes and 37 seconds to be exact. Super soft coverage. Defense is letting him just chip away five to ten yards every single play. Ah, frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. I, I don't understand how we get into this situation. We're not giving up the big play. We're not. I mean, he's not hitting guys deep down the field. Get up in their face. When you have Trayvon Mullen, Damon Arnett, guys like that, Nick Kwiatkowski who can get up in your face, Nicholas Morrow ain't afraid to get in there and get physical. Jonathan Abram, all these guys, Jeff Heath, physical secondary, get in their face. Don't give them a cushion. Don't play soft zone coverage and sit back and keep everything in front of you. No. 
tired of that crap. We don't, we don't, we don't win football games like that. It's like, honestly, at that point, if you're just going to let him chip away five to 10 yards every single time to score, just let him get the deep ball so he can get the ball back already. Don't let him control the possession. That ended in a touchdown. I'm sorry. I'm pissed. We're down 17, 21 at this point. I'll tell you, Josh Jacobs still, no matter what the defense is doing, the offense is still playing great. Josh Jacobs gets hot again. Derek is still dealing all over the field. Renfro, Waller, Aguilar, all getting key receptions. Our offense, I'm telling you, is a top five offense. Why can't Paul Gunther put together a defense that will actually make this team a real competitor? We're beating, we're six and four with a defense that is so hot and cold, you never know what you're going to get each week. I don't know what's going on with the defense. Someone needs to figure it out. John Gruden, step in there. Ah, I don't care if a lot of the players miss COVID practice. It's unacceptable. It's not, look, until maybe like one of the, the final plays, the final defensive plays that we had, you know, there, there were some player mistakes throughout the game. There's some, there always is. But at some point, you got to look at how the entire drive is going and how soft we play. Get in their face. Get physical. Look at Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett wants to just get all up in you. He, ha- he has that swagger about him. He has that attitude. He will get rough. Same thing with Trayvon Mullen. Through the first few weeks, he was one of the best, or if not the best, press man corner in the NFL. Use that. At what point, Paul Gunther, do you say, oh, you know what? Hey, maybe I should play to my players' strengths and get in their faces. Let's try that. Don't keep, don't keep everything in front of you. You dictate where the ball goes. Get physical. Ah. Anyways, yes. So we drive down the field. We didn't. Our, our, we had a, just that one possession. I mean, they kept the ball the whole time. I mean, the Raiders had a, a good long drive, and that it. I mean, it didn't even finish until the fourth quarter. And they go down. They had the one play, and 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 Derek was great, patient. It was like a little play action pass. Gets Waller wide open on the other side of the field. We've seen this play a few times, or the same play design, should I say? Really looking heavy right, heavy right, and finding a way uh, for either a receiver or mainly Darren Waller to be wide open going the other way in the back of the end zone. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a total effort from little from the offensive line, a lot from the, the wide receivers that are, you know, dictating the defense to go to one side of the field and for Derek Carr to be patient and not look Darren Waller's way until the last minute when he's wide open. Derek threw that ball and was celebrating before he even caught it. It was amazing. That's how wide open he was. Kansas city gets the ball three and out punt. We get the ball back. Three and out punt on a drop by Aguilar deep. That would have been probably one of the best passes that Derek Carr has had this season. Guy pressure right in his face, um, kind of hucks it, floats it right into a spot where Aguilar was sliding in and could have you know brought down the ball. Tough catch, but still at the same time very catchable. It happens. Hey, it's hard to look at these Aguilar drops. I mean, he's been doing a lot of great for us, um, but the drops, you know, they've been there. It sucks. It sucks. Still playing well, so no knock on Aguilar. And Derek's had a lot of those throws like that this game. I was really impressed. Where there was one where he's like stiff arming a dude, just about you think it was like a hook shot over across, just a little dump off, but to a guy that was wide open, right out to the to the right in the flat, and picks up you know a big gain. It was amazing. So Kansas City gets the ball back. Big unnecessary roughness on Abram, which don't get me wrong, it kind of looked bad maybe in real time speed. But when you go back and watch the replay, Tyreek Hill didn't step out yet. He, he never put a foot out of bounds when Abram hit him. 
He didn't hit him that hard. He could have hit him a lot harder, in my opinion. Not sure how that works. I guess that's just a Kansas City call. Whatever. Travis Kelsey gets a little bit involved more, and Tyreek Hill ends up scoring a touchdown. So we're down 24-28. That was a 12. That was actually 12 plays, but only you know five and a half minutes. Still a pretty good drive for them. So we're looking at this thing, and I mean, there's only there's not much time left. Derek's pretty much in attack mode. You see, like six. I think it's like six minutes maybe left on the clock. Six, seven minutes. Um, Derek gets the ball back. We're down. We need a touchdown. There were some key drops in there. Alec Ingold had a big drop. I think a couple drops in the drive. Uh, one of them was a tough catch as well, but very catchable ball. I'd like to be able to see Alec Ingold come down with those. I know he's capable of it. Uh, but he was dishing the ball around. I mean, all, all around, getting everybody involved. He was in attack mode. Derek Carr had that mama mentality in that drive, drove down an over four-minute drive, which I think would be at least you know the minimum that we want to see when there's that much time on the clock. We still did give Patrick you know a lot left, but... He gets down there and, and, I mean, hits Jason Witten at the pylon. Extended the play great. Made something out of nothing. I thought, honestly, the play was just about blown up. I saw this cool little trickery. as like a double play action. And I see, you know, the target's rolling out. I'm like, man, everybody's covered. So Derek just kind of rolls out real slow, real slow, real slow. Waits, 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 waits. And then Jason Witten gets creative enough just for Derek to rocket it in there right on the pylon. Very, very close. Right there at the right there at the goal line scores. 31-28. So we get Patrick Mahomes the ball and he moves right down the field a little bit. All they needed was a field goal to take us to overtime. They're in very much field goal range. And then that was the blown coverage by Jonathan Abram that gave up the big touchdown. Very big blown coverage by Jonathan Abram. That was obviously his assignment as Travis Kelsey was just coming right up the gut. Tyreek Hill was also on that opposite side, one-on-one with Damon Arnett. So I don't see why Jonathan Abram wasn't already cheating that way anyway, seeing his guy one-on-one down there. And, I mean, honestly, Tyreek Hill was going to the back corner of the end zone. I think Patrick Mahomes probably almost could have hit him too if he wanted to. Uh, but Travis Kelsey going wide open down the field as Jonathan Abram bit on a guy going underneath. Again, I don't, I don't know. I guess they were just too used to trying to track down the short game because that's all we could – that's all they're doing on us the whole time, but then they go deep and bam. So we get the ball back, like 28 seconds left. You know, I'm I'm a guy that always just has that, you know, it can happen. But looking at 28 seconds, we know we I'm I'm gonna wait and see what happens in the first couple plays, of course. Um I see Derek go deep down the field as he needed to. You have no time to mess around. You got to take shots down the field. Can't waste a play. Takes a shot, gets picked, game over. Kansas City kneels. You know what? I ain't even mad at it. I'm not. You know what? I felt like we should have won that game. And in a way, it pisses me off at the same time. It also, you know, gives me a little relief. We went one-on-one one one with the Kansas City Chiefs. You combine the two games together and see how we played them that entire, that in the entire basically, shoot, you know, 120 minutes. We got, Overall, if it was a 120-minute game combined, I think, you know, we win. Through the two matchups, we win. I don't care what their overall record is. I don't care if they're going to have a higher seed than us in the playoffs. We can beat that football team whenever we rematch in January. Because I'm saying it now. We're going to rematch that team in January. This isn't going to be the same. It's not, you know, it's not the best of two right now. This is a, this is a rivalry that's going to be the best of three. So that's what I say for you, Kansas City. The best of three. We hung with them in a game that Kansas City, that, that Chiefs Kingdom, that they're Twitter account wanted to hype up so bad, like we're gonna get blown out. Oh man, you don't want to. You're not ready for the wrath of Andy Reid off a off a bye week. After oh, you circled our stadium in your bus. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, you're gonna blow. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna win by three scores. Yeah, we're we're gonna win by th- yeah we're gonna win by thirty points. Oh yeah, I've heard it all this week. It came down to the wire. It came down to twenty eight seconds till you won. The- twenty eight seconds left in the game is where you took the lead. So yeah, you had all the bullets and board material you needed right there. You had our defense in its probably most crippled state. Two starters out. Half of them didn't practice all week long. Good job. You squeezed out a win. Raider Nation and this Las Vegas Raiders football team is coming back for you, Kansas City. I'm fired up. That's how I'm going to end this thing. You know what? Yeah, I'm not going to do a lights out player of the game, but if I did, it would go to my guy Derek Carr. I'm not giving a lights out player of the game during losses. Only wins. But Derek Carr has been in his bag, and he's been the lights out player of the year so far. Ah. So, whoo. I'm going to relax. Raider Nation, for those of you that came by Stage Door Casino and hung out with us, we had a good time. Like I said, it wasn't the ending that we wanted, but it was a, a fun game nonetheless. You know, had, had us staring at the TV down in the last seconds, so the final two plays. So it is what it is. Can't win them all. Split one for one with this, the Super Bowl champs, hanging with them every single drive this season. And like I said, we'll see them again in January. This ain't uh, This ain't over yet. So Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you guys midweek. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses, bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code RaiderCody at BetOnline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.